We call it our Shopping Center Showdown. And today, our special guest rivals are from Nickelodeon's hit show, Salucha Shorts. Let's hear it for Budnick, Telly, and Donkey Lips straight from Camp Onawana, Danny Cooksey, Venus DeMilo, and Michael Bauer. All right. Great to have you here, guys. And this is a very unusual show for us. So we're going to make this whole thing a big competition between Salucha Shorts and Wild and Crazy Kid. <laughs> yeah, we heard. And we're sorry we're going to have to make you look like dweebs on your own show. But hey, you asked for it. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen that way, uh, Danny. We'll see, Omar. But first, let's get to the real important stuff. Where are our Wild and Crazy Kids t-shirts? Mike, Mike, you know they have some weird game we gotta play before we get a t-shirt. Oh, I yeah. like you, Venus. You watch our show. Aren't you glad? You watching? You watching? You watching, Nick? Aren't you glad? You watching? You watching? You watching, Nick? Good morning, all you wild and crazy kids. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And Brett's here today. Sure is. Welcome. This is episode 114, and we're talking an episode of Wild and Crazy Kids. Um, it doesn't really have a title, I guess, or <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find one. It's with the Salute Your Shorts cast. Yeah. Um, They're the guest stars. It's like a special... Special yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> it depends on what you reference. Uh, on IMDb, this episode is called May twenty fourth, nineteen ninety two. Okay, I like that one. Uh, so perhaps just a date, but uh, will we be doing a name that episode? Uh, I did. Uh, did you? Oh yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> First time ever naming a game show. I was yeah. I was just sitting here thinking, tough. and I'm like, man, this is it? didn't even have a name. No, yeah, not really. I did. <laughs> Um, before we get into it, uh, there's a little bit of breaking news, but not Airhorn news. It's more of a little Pete news. Kill me with the uh, and so it came out that the writer on the Are You Afraid of the Dark movie, Gary Doberman, is leaving the project. Uh, we know him. He, he was a writer on the new It franchise and Annabelle. Um, seems kind of like another blow for the movie. Yeah, really unfortunate. Um, I'm not sure what they're doing over there. <laughs> I mean, it seems like these things are just ripe for the picking, yeah. but they're just fumbling them. To not be able to manage it is like a sign of mismanagement. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, it definitely sounds like they're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. yeah. It did have a date at one point, and now it's It was supposed just... to be October of this yeah. year. That's four months. <laughs> um, that got moved back that date. He got. I'm guessing he left. Yeah, um, it sounds like that. But the series is still a go. In fact, I think the series is filming. Oh, um, actively filming. Okay. Um, so the movie seems to be. Maybe they're just trying to take it one step at a time. Just call DJ McHale. <laughs> <laughs> call. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. <laughs> bring back some of the old directors, and just do the yeah. thing. Just do the thing right. I. I'm with you. <laughs> um, have you caught any of the uh, new All That? No, I have not. Okay. I it's out? just heard yeah. Yeah, that it started. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 on that project, isn't he? He's the producer, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they have... some. Uh, Kel is on the show a little bit. So is Lori Beth. Josh, maybe. Mm. Um, I pulled up a couple sketches, and it seemed bad. <laughs> but maybe no more so than, like, what it probably really was yeah. when we were kids. Like, if... <laughs> Well, it's four you... kids, right? It's a, the, the same format. Yeah. No. I'm like, oh, this sketch is a stinker, but there's just, it actually is probably the exact 
it was kind of like a repairman sketch where the girl's just breaking stuff. Yeah. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but of course I don't now. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure it's bad. I'm just think like I can't be watching this. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yes, the all that's out, and Gary Doberman is off. Uh, the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Win some, you lose some, huh? Yeah, I guess that's the way it goes. <laughs> um, we do have a bunch of uh, listener letters, which we're going to get to uh, during the episode. Uh, we've been we're like months behind on that. So if you've been sending us stuff, keep sending us stuff, uh, and we'll try to get to it. Um, but before we do any of that stuff, uh, this episode, I think aired on may 24th 1992 and i say think because there may be no show um as poorly documented on nickelodeon as wild and crazy kids yeah it's very weird um it's hard to find it's hard to find good information on it the wikipedia page was not comprehensive at all (laughs) no dude no it wasn't (laughs) no very disappointed (laughs) the wikipedia is bad imdb claims there's only 12 episodes of the show (laughs) luckily this is one of the ones they documented Um, I think this might be the most famous episode of the show. I think probably. Yeah, probably the most well-known. One of the only ones that exists out there now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went with the date given, May 24th, 1992, which would have been during the last year of its run. Uh, I did see uh, something corroborating that. This was okay. part of the last season. Okay. Like, toward the end. Yeah. Uh, so here are some things that happened during May of 1992. I'll start with something I know Brett really loves, the Kentucky Derby. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's hun- one thing I love. It's the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> the last time you were on, I believe you said something about um, it being horse torture? It absolutely oh. is horse torture. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. and, the hun- <laughs> and the 118th ho- horse torture, uh, Pat Day... <laughs> Aboard, Lily T wins in two minutes and three seconds. Um, the last existing constitutional amendment is passed that month, the 27th Amendment, which bars congressmen from giving themselves midterm pay raises. Mm, you have I like to, it. You have to win re-election to get your raise. Well, yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, but kind of crazy to think it's 92 and... Yeah, they finally got around to that. (laughs) Well, that one was 200 years in the making, that amendment. Uh, They proposed it with the original Bill of Rights. But uh, these guys. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) These guys. (laughs) Um, Salem Village uh, builds a memorial dedicated to um, the original Salem Witch Trials to mark the 300th anniversary of the trials. Um, And that, I believe, that city is now called Danvers. Uh, mm. But it used to be Salem. Danvers. Danvers. All right. They didn't want to be associated with it at all. Well, from what I've heard, actually, it's like their whole economy. Like, if you go right. there. <laughs> I was going to say they're building. <laughs> their high, their high school is definitely, they're the witches at the high yeah. school. Everything in town is witches. Yeah. Huh. I've heard it's kind of twisted. <laughs> but, uh, you know, memorial's nice, I guess. Uh, three astronauts simultaneously walk in space for the first time. Mm. Pretty cool. Spacewalk. One of my dreams. Really? I well, I know I'm never gonna do it, but uh You I, think if you had the opportunity, like they said, we want you up here, are you going? In a hot second. Really? You don't you couldn't wait. Wouldn't worry about the thing exploding no. or whatever. No. Nope. No, you gotta go. I to me dying in <sighs> okay. space is the best way. <laughs> Alright. Like that's a dream death too. <laughs> I've always, um, I've always had a fantasy of like 
if I got to pick my method, if I had to die and I got to pick my method, I want to go to space and just release me. Like, just okay, let me, yeah. not with a suit on. I yeah, want to yeah, float and look yeah. around for a while. Yeah. But, and just starve to death or <laughs> deprive yourself of oxygen? Well, I guess eventually I'd just open the mask and, you know, get it over with. Wow. That'd be a painful way to go, I imagine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's worth it. I think I'd like to go out there when, if uh, it's like, you know, reasonable that I might live. Yeah. Uh, I'd go tomorrow. And come back. Eh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, like, what's out there? You know. <laughs> no, exactly. You know, you get That's out the there. question. It's probably cool, but <laughs> worth the risk of life. I just, I don't know. I mean, anytime you drive a car, it's risking it. I like, right, I like to right. think someone at NASA just crossed Andrew's name off the list. Like, ah, well, he's out. He was next. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, this one's for, well, for you, Brett. Uh, con- the concrete foundation at the ballpark that would be known as Jacob's Field is poured in May of 1992. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's where you spend a lot of your time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Johnny Carson's final appearance as the host of The Tonight Show uh, happens, I believe, the day before this episode airs. Hmm. Um, and Big TV right there. I mean, (laughs) how'd that compete? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I imagine pretty well. Uh, And then songwriter Sam Smith is born. Um, In TV that month, The Real World premieres uh, in May of 1992. Mm. Uh, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. um, And a show called Vinny and Bobby, which um, had Matt LeBlanc and Joey Lauren Adams. It was a Fox show that was a spinoff of a spinoff of Married with Children. Interesting. Um, But didn't last long. Can't Uh, imagine why. (laughs) (laughs) You hating on Matt LeBlanc? (laughs) No. He was great as Joey. The final episodes of Golden Girls, MacGyver, and Night Court also air that month. Mm. Uh, Music that month, only one number one single. It is Jump by Criss Cross. I feel no. like Chris really liked that. Seems like something that he probably had. You a didn't single. like that? How could you not like that song? I mean, I liked it, but I feel like Chris had a single of it. Mm. Okay. Like a cassette single? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, other music released that month uh, Lionel Richie has an album, No Effects, Selena, Iron Maiden, Kiss, Ringo Starr, and Billy Ray Cyrus all release albums. Hmm. Which No Effects? I don't know about that. Much. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> didn't look that far into it. Nope. <laughs> Uh, number one movies in May of 1992 for two weeks, Basic Instinct, which I've never seen. No, neither have I. Hmm. Uh, and then for three weeks, Lethal Weapon 3. Well, also, I've never seen any of the Lethal Weapons. Nor, uh, I've seen the first one. I have not uh. seen two or three. Right, I don't remember. I think there was a fourth. <laughs> you might even. have seen I feel a like they've weapon. been on. <laughs> yeah, but you've never eyes, watched one like And my eyes were end. looking at them. Uh, but I yeah, I don't count. Um... <laughs> <laughs> M- movies also released uh, that month are Alien 3, Encino, like. Encino Man, Ugh. Far and Away, and Sister Act. Okay. Yeah, pretty good month for yeah, movies that bad. were not number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, video uh, one video game I found here that was released, um, ID Software releases Wolfenstein 3D, oh. which popularized the first-person shooter genre for the PC. Id, I believe pronounced oh my god <laughs> all the software <laughs> um but good game I mean, that's have you played it wolfenstein 3d yeah. yeah as you said it revolutionized the first person shooter <laughs> yeah i know that i agree <laughs> with that statement yeah 
Uh, but we're here to talk about Wild and Crazy Kids featuring yeah. Salute Your Shorts slash May 24th. Uh, <laughs> you don't sound very excited about this. Um, Are you? I'm ready for it. Uh, I I'm enjoyed exci- it. You did? Yeah. I'm excited that we're Let's finally that. talking about Wild and Crazy Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's two years and we haven't talked about it. Yeah. Um, it's not quite what I remembered, but I think that's a f- that's more of a fault of the type of episode it is with this yes, um, slew your shorts yeah. aspect. Um, well, in, in the summer, you know, wild and crazy kids, yeah. summertime. I get it. I get why you're doing it. It was just, I mean, full disclosure, I hated it. Okay. Wow, hated. And I'd, I remember I, hating it as a kid as well. I'd rather know that going in. Okay, so you. And it was just, oh, you, it, was, it was a rough one. Why didn't you like wow. it as a kid? Because it wasn't fun. I don't know. I don't want to watch kids doing that. I actually wanted to do that. And I happened to think about it. And I seem to remember that Wild and Crazy Kids was always on like Saturday afternoons mm-hmm. when you're not watching TV. Yeah. And that seemed appropriately placed for Nickelodeon. <laughs> I didn't love it as a kid either. I kind of was like, ugh. Right? This is on most of the time. I mean, it was mm-hmm. the most tolerable to me of like the... Uh, um. Most of the game shows, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess I liked it better than most, but really, uh, just but still, like the all the real life stuff as a kid was like immediately kind of a lower tier for me, except for Pete and Pete. Yeah, I, and I, 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 would, the Dark, I would agree with that. Um, but oh, some you mean like live action stuff. Yeah, right. I just was more attracted to the animation as a kid. Did you um, watch any other Wild and Crazy Kids besides this one? Um, you mean during this? You, yeah, while we're no, getting ready. No. I watched one other, and um, I, I do think that, like, it's a little better of a show outside. Yeah, yeah this, like This the, whole episode's yeah. inside. And then um, the game, like, the crazier the game, the better. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I was... Uh... Oh, these games were not crazy at all. No, not they really. weren't amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's get into yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so the episode starts with Donnie welcoming us to a very special episode of Wild and Crazy Kids, taking place at Media City Shopping Center. Where's that? Um, Burbank, California. Oh. Glad you asked. Mm. <laughs> did they say that or did you research that? I researched that. Not good for you. <laughs> uh, during which they'll be challenging their guest stars to an all-day shopping center showdown. Mm-hmm. Who are the guests? None other than Danny Cooksey, <laughs> oh, yeah. Venus DeMilo, and Michael Bauer, otherwise known as Budnick, Telly, and Donkey Lips of Salute Your Shorts. Pretty cool. I, I mean, yeah. if I I don't remember watching this episode originally, but I I could imagine being pretty excited. Yeah. So when they introduced them, I was kind of freaked out about how small they were compared to everyone else. Like <laughs> the they cast? Seemed, yeah, the Salute Your Shorts cast. Like huh. They seemed like a foot shorter than... Omar. I don't know if you looked up like what they looked like in the first season of this, the uh, Omar and Donnie, and mm-hmm. uh, but they looked like little kids in the first season. Suddenly in this season, it looks like they're adults. Right. Like what? How did this <laughs> okay. happen in two years? Well, after some terrible banter, uh, <laughs> oh, really yeah. terrible, just, just the worst. <laughs> I also don't remember this show being so written. Yeah, yeah. Like just the clunky. Yeah, I dialogue. think that was definitely a part of this. Was it salute your shorts? Uh, um, yeah, was it written because of the guests, or was it much more than having gone back and watched just a very normal episode? Yeah, a lot more writing in this right. episode, and a lot more like staging of kids like fake celebrating yeah. and mm. yeah. 
Um, so Omar reveals that before the campers can get their Wild and Crazy Kids t-shirts, they have to compete in the first challenge, making ice cream sundaes with only their hands and being blindfolded. Now all you guys have to do is get us some ice cream sundaes. We gotta bribe you with an ice cream sundae to get a t-shirt? No, you just have to make us some ice cream sundaes. And we've got all the ingredients right here. Now we'll, we'll position you guys at the table, right over here, right there, just like that. Now all you guys gotta do is make us three ice cream sundaes in 30 seconds and you get your t-shirts. We can do that without even getting messy. Oh, Omar, you forgot to tell them. They have to make the sundaes with their hands. No spoons. I mean, that's still easy. We could do this blindfolded. <laughs> Good, I was afraid the blindfolds might scare you guys off. That's one thing. Well, that's still easy. I, we could do this with one hand tied behind our back. Don't, Don't say it, Danny. Yeah. Not, not wow. <laughs> it's just kind of like a shrug. Like there's nothing. Yeah, they it's say it's. Really... <laughs> they say that getting their t-shirts is online, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna get t-shirts. It's really dumb. Did and... you guys happen to notice how many cans of whipped cream they had? No. Uh, I wanted to say. I want to say six, but I, oh, I don't know the exact number. But oh. there was way more than needed, <laughs> <laughs> and it seemed like. I don't know. What, it was dumb. There was just nothing what was on the, the goal. Line. Yeah. What was the goal? I, to be gross and just yeah. to get them maybe all involved in something at the same time, I guess. Yeah. Um, so during the short event, the campers make their messy Sundays and are gifted their green team T-shirts. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Intro. Yeah. You like the theme song? Oh yeah. It's about the only thing I it's like. The best part of the show, maybe. <laughs> and anytime there's a cut with it and that weird little voice. Doing the wild and crazy kids, <laughs> you know. I saw. About. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I love it. I love it too. <laughs> uh, so after after the opening credits, Donnie and Michael head to the movie theater for the movie theater relay race. Theater. Theater. theater right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that as well. Here we are, Michael. We've got a clean, spotless movie theater to make a total mess out of. I mean, Donnie, this is double the fun. Oh. Not only do we get to run wild in a movie theater. But we get the joy of trashing your team. <laughs> no, no, in your dreams, Michael. I'd be surprised if you guys won any of the games today. Oh, okay, just tell me what the first game is. There'll be plenty of time for you to eat your words later. <laughs> Donnie Jeffcoat. What a great name. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Jeffcoat. <laughs> the first kids have to knock bags of popcorn off their teammates' heads. The next kids have to stick with, uh, like, Nerf balls. The next kids have to stick bigger Nerf balls on their heads and butts and then run to the last kids who have to run down the aisles popping a series of balloons. Mm-hmm. Thrilling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the excitement is that Michael Bowers, Donkey Lips, is so excited to yeah, be doing all he is, this. He is <laughs> the best. Throughout the entire show, he's really... He's yeah. very vocal. vocal. Yes. <laughs> um... But this is a confusing relay. I actually had to rewind it because I didn't understand. I don't think the kids I, understood either no. when they were popping the balloons on the seats. Even the popcorn, yeah. it looked like they were like kind of looking around like, what do I do now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the I don't know, ref or whoever would yeah. like tap one on the shoulder like, now you throw yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a confusing relay. Yeah. And the popping sure. of the balloons is very intense. Yes, that was the best <laughs> like part. Like a machete. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it also didn't seem like they knew what to do because like they would just skip some yeah, skip and then they came back yeah. to pop some more yeah bad relay <laughs> not the greatest um <laughs> definitely not the worst relay of the episode though just to give you a little idea of what happened <sighs> you during... mean best com- oh, worst oh, competition 
Oh, it's definitely not the worst. Okay. Did you rate these? I could. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I could too, uh, but no, okay. it, it's definitely not the worst competition or the worst. Well, I rated, I rated these. Essentially. Let's, uh, why don't we okay. rate them more? After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just to give you an idea of what happened in this event, um, the first part of it is close, and the green and yellow teams are neck and neck going to the nerf balls, but the green team manages to sneak ahead, just barely popping their balloons faster than crossing the finish line. Uh, Bowers just lets them have it. Yep. <laughs> We let you win this one so you wouldn't feel so bad when we slaughter your team in all the other games oh, today. Okay. Am I right, Yellow Team? Yeah! The competition continues when we go fishing for some serious hoop action. The current score, green, 100 points. Yellow, 50 points. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And then after this, forget about trying to keep track of points. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The most the, they give you the they yeah, give yeah. you the point totals, but how those points are accumulated are I anyone's guess. <laughs> I got confused, but I finally put it together. Okay, that's a terrible. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> just make first a hundred points and second yes, fifty yes. or zero all the time, or have a pendant of life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after the event, Michael zings Donnie. And we head over to the second floor, where Danny and Omar are waiting to play beanbag darts. The first kids throw beanbag chairs over the railing and try to pop balloons set up inside a giant target. After everyone gets a turn throwing, they move up to the top floor and parents are added to the target, giving the teams an additional 100 points plus points based on the color shirt that the parents wear. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about this parent situation <laughs> thing here? That's the last round, the parents. Um, yeah. The last round of oh, this oh, event. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, of this event. Yeah. Didn't that seem like it might like be painful for the parents? Like, how heavy were those? I don't think bags? so. They looked like they were dropping at like a pretty heavy... <laughs> they had to be heavy... pretty high yeah. up, too. They had to be heavy enough to pop the balloons. Like They weren't popping balloons. Yeah. They were. They were. You could tell a couple of them were popping here and there. I mean, it was not. And the kids well were kind of struggling to throw them over the ledge, and they were three floors up. I'm just yeah. saying, like, just, it didn't look like they were just like dropping like just, pieces of paper yes. on or like, just decapitates a parent. Yeah. Like what I saw, I was like, oh my! If that hits them in the head, that like might hurt or like maybe knock the wind out of someone if it hits you right on the yeah. stomach. Like, I don't know. Well, uh, this one, maybe this would be a good second, a uh, good moment here. I got a Clickstein fact oh, for you. Good. Straight Whoa. from Donnie Jeffcoat. Was it that parents were killed in the making of that segment or something? <laughs> it is not, but it is uh, It is about the safety of the show. So nice. <laughs> that's our segue. So he says in Clickstein, I was the one on Wild and Crazy Kids who got picked on because I think Omar Gooding was protected by his mom half the time, so she would never let them do half the stuff they did to me. Anytime, anytime there was a stunt or something crazy messy, it was usually done to me. By the last season, I started complaining. Really? At 10 o'clock in the morning, you're going to pour this vat of crap on me? <laughs> he goes on to say, We made it through 60 episodes of Wild and Crazy Kids pretty unscathed. It was when I did the traveling live shows with Mark Summers and Mike O'Malley that I started getting hurt. We'd be doing the slime and whipped cream stuff, and they would be mopping up. 
I slipped a couple of times and fell straight on my back. One day in the middle of a sentence, I fell off a 13-foot drop into an orchestra pit, I think in Alaska. I couldn't walk for several days. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of the stories in Clickstein here of pretty much just the general lack of um, care about safety of yeah. the people on these shows. Um, so I think that was just like a... I'm sure they nobody even paused to be like, yeah. hey, are these beanbags just too... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I also um, thought that the point system for hitting a parent was a little arbitrary. Oh, yeah. Very arbitrary. <laughs> way too complex. Like, Especially because Omar hit a blue parent on the first throw, and I don't know, I think that won them that round. Yeah. Oh. Uh, blue was the blue was the most points you could get. Uh, yeah. yeah. Er, right? Let me just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, 140. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has any idea what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Dave, I don't think we know what we're talking about. Barely, the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, before this event starts, Danny and Omar exchange some more scripted trash talk, and the team start throwing. At the end of the first round, green has 75 points, yellow gets 60, and the teams take a few more throws, and the second round scores come out to green with 75, yellow with 90. And the overall scores at this point are 250 for green and 200 for yellow. Don't even bother going through these points. Nobody, people are going to get lost. But that's just in this specific round, not the overall point yeah. total for the show. No, right. that is. That the overall. Is? The 250, oh, 200. Yeah, that's overall. Yeah. Not for green. Oh, yeah. Wow. Also confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, so this is when they head up to the third floor for yeah. round three and the parents lay around the target wearing catcher's masks all right now let's replay that hit it flies out there right on top of a pink parrot all right referees tally up the scores our team the yellow team scored 370 points and the green team scored only 180 points well, looks like the yellow team has taken a major lead nah, yeah. so we'll let you guys go first that way you can watch us destroy you yeah, okay, all right, yellow. Yeah, Omar immediately going. nails the blue parent for 140, <laughs> as you said. And the, <laughs> and the green team can't quite make up the difference. Finally, in the end, yellow's way ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks to Omar, really. Yeah. And can I note that Omar, I think, was being really aggressive in this episode? Just. Pretty competitive. Boy. But I wonder if Danny Cooksey was bringing out. Did you notice mm. that, like, um. He was the one person guest starring that seemed kind of still in character. Like, yeah, it, it almost yeah. seems like they told him, like, you still kind of need to be Budnick. Because yeah, yeah. he kept, like, calling them losers. Yeah, and, he called um, them nerds at one point, yeah. too. I thought that yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah. So he see Because I don't think that's how Danny Cooksey probably yeah, is. Yeah. So I wonder if they're like, hey, listen, Budnick, you still got to be kind of Budnick. Yeah. And I wonder if Omar like was like, no. <laughs> not Omar was not taking this is my it. show. I want a nerd. <laughs> whip this beanbag right at that dude down there. Oh, boy. Um, so, elsewhere, Jessica and Venus are roller skating through the mall, and they introduce the third game <laughs> Roller Airball. Oh. Brett and I just looked at each other at the same time and shook our heads no. This is the <laughs> worst. The worst. Wow, Three minutes really? of television. I uh, think it's I've actually over heard. four minutes. Oh. <laughs> I checked the clock. <laughs> it was supposed to be a three minute round. So. Uh oh. It, it really forever. was long. Yeah. Hello, Venus. This is amazing. We're actually roller skating in a shopping center, and nobody's kicking us out. This is so cool. You guys have 
have the weirdest game. <laughs> What's this one called? Roller air ball. You know, let's get back to the setup and I'll show you how it's played. Um, so 24 sponge balls are set atop a line of tees and the kids have to skate to retrieve them one at a time, collecting as many as they can in three minutes. Jessica immediately gets the yellow team off to a slow start. I don't know if you noticed this. <laughs> everyone got everyone off to a slow start. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Slow, slow, slow. <laughs> People running into walls. <laughs> That's actually the best part. People falling down. <laughs> but soon they're pretty. They're neck and neck. Mm-hmm. And after three grueling minutes of slamming into walls and kid camming, the kid cam. How'd you feel about that? Uh, um, it sounded terrible. It looked terrible. Sounded terrible. Was, All these camera angles. It, that was like they were trying to keep it kind yeah. of like. The, I think they thought, boy, this will be interesting to watch with all these crazy angles, and it really yeah. just made it more apparent how boring what they were doing. It's <laughs> like here's a here's a view from the second story. Oh, well, it's just kids on rollerblades, yeah. <laughs> and the audio. Oh, it's just. Three minutes of high pitched yeah. yelling, screaming. Yep. Oh, yep. Nothing to break it up. God, that was terrible. <laughs> um, well, Green comes out. Oh, well, in the end. 10-70. And we should restate, yellow is the wild and crazy kids yeah. team, and green is the Salute Your Shorts team. So Salute Your Shorts is losing at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's intense. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Just thinking back on it. No, um, this is this is uh, one of the f- first episode reviews in a long time where I was like... Couldn't get through? Really oh. wanted to turn it off. Wow. Just okay. bored, bored, bored. Okay. I... Really was hoping that that would be the last event. <laughs> Me too. And I was like, I oh, good. Forgot that in the intro that there was another event. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's absolutely right. <laughs> As after Roller Airball, we head back to Donnie and Michael to tell us about the last game, mm. basketball fishing. We're back for the last game in our shopping center showdown, where, of course, the wild and crazy kids team is leading the Salute Your Shorts team. Not for long, Donnie. <laughs> okay, Michael. Now, what's our next win? Uh, I mean, game. Well, it's called basketball fishing. And Donnie, why don't you tell them how it's played? All right. Each team has six kids each, three fishers and three shooters. The fishers on the second floor hook a ball and swing it over to the shooters who have to make a basket. The first team to get three balls through the hoop wins. Now, this event is worth 500 points, so this can turn the whole contest around. All right, teams, are you ready up there? Yeah! Well, we're ready down here. So let's get fishing. All right, let's go. We could have just done a whole episode of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is more the style of game I really remembered from Wild and Crazy mm. Kids. Like yeah. a little bit of inventiveness. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. Like the last one we watched, that uh, roller air ball seemed like something you do in gym class. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> this one's like, oh yeah, they're at a mall with fishing hooks. Like that's fun and weird enough weird, to yeah. like be interesting. A giant basketball hoop. Yeah. That's fun. Um, Omar quickly hooks one for yellow and Donnie makes a basket. Soon Jessica hooks a ball, quickly followed by Danny on the green team. Oh, Danny took forever. He took four. Well, he came up right after the second ball on the yellow team gets hooked. So they're a full ball behind at this point. The best part was just donkey lips. 
pick it up, 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 pick it up. Donkey, Michael Bauer's count, like his voice is so, for whatever reason, in the mix, it's so loud during this whole competition, and he's just like, I can't believe a ska band hasn't sampled this yet. Like he has said, pick it up so many times in a row. I wrote down Michael Michael Bauer's is audible during this competition. Uh, hilarious when you can hear him cheering when the kids on the other team are missing their baskets. <laughs> also, you can hear someone very loud. I think it's um, Donnie very loudly scream, dang it, when he misses yeah. a basket. It's pretty funny. Uh, well, Michael easily sinks his basket, oh, yeah. but Green can't quite manage to catch up, and the yellow team wins. Oh. I think that Jessica and Donnie in these last two events were purposely trying to slow things down uh, to like make, make it a little close. more even. Yeah. Um, even though nothing is on the line. Yeah. <laughs> well, bragging rights. The interest of the show. Yeah. Well, Nick calling you a nerd at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, so the final score is yellow with seventeen hundred and eighty points. Oh man. Green with three thirteen twenty. Yeah. It's a blowout. Crushed yeah. It. They really did. Uh, the campers argue over whose fault it was that the green team lost. Man, you're the worst fisher in the world. I am so embarrassed to know you. You're in my way. You're in my way. I want to thank you guys for being on our show today. In fact, we all want to thank you. Even though even though the wild and crazy kids team did win the game. Rematch! 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 Wild and Crazy Kids challenged them to a impromptu rematch. What yeah. fun. As the credits roll. <laughs> yeah, let the credits roll. Um, I didn't remember in Wild and Crazy Things that there was nothing to be won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just seems just so... Just for the fun lo- of it. Yeah, for the fun of it. Yeah. But as a kid, I really liked seeing what prizes were. Sure. But I can appreciate that. Just, I mean... Now I can. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid. I don't imagine that their budget was too high. Yeah, I'm this. sure it was practically nothing. <laughs> a lot of episodes, you get a pie in the face or something. It's yeah. just a fun experience. I guess. <laughs> Andrew loves this show. <laughs> it's um, really grown on me over the course of the day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I did note that in this episode they lose a little bit of that interpersonal feel with the kids. I wa- the other episode I watched actually like talk to kids and ask them mm. their names. Yeah. On this one, it's like the stars are so big. There's just no time for these garbage kids. But on your yeah, shirt, you don't even know who the kids are. No, like, no idea. Never give them a name. I think you hear their name like a few times in that relay. Maybe, but even and even on a normal episode, they didn't really like like guts. I felt like I knew the kid. I knew his oh, name. Yeah. I knew. Yeah, well, I knew Tony. The, I knew Tony the sure. tiger, and I knew that he liked basketball, and you know that he's an you eighth knew grade. Michael Malley's made-up nickname for the kid. <laughs> you even got that cool little like video of them in their hometown doing something awesome. Yeah, I, it just like felt a little more like you you knew the person. That could be okay. You. Yeah, but Wild I liked the kids. amount of kids in Wild and Crazy Kids. Whole bunch of kids that get involved usually. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. uh... We could do uh, ratings here in a second, but uh, let's do uh, let's do some uh, bios first. Yeah. Hi, this is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Well, I took a look at all of our main cast members today. Oh. Um, Omar Gooding, stage name Big O. <laughs> uh, really? Yep. Oh. <laughs> Bold move. <laughs> He, uh, he's been in a lot of stuff, and he's still in a lot of stuff. Um, 
but uh, notable is Blossom hanging with Mr. Cooper, as Brett mentioned, and Smart Guy. Oh, yeah. And also, I noticed him recently on Deadwood. Oh. Season two. Okay. Um, huh. He's got a pretty famous uh, brother. Does he? Isn't Cuba Gooding Jr. his brother? Is he? Yeah. I, I didn't know. even <laughs> notice that. <laughs> uh, he's related to Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, it, you I, know I think that it's his brother. Sure. Oh. Should we look it up? We better look it up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think that that was going to be like a bombshell of a fact. <laughs> I thought that that was just common knowledge. Hmm. That's how he got into acting? Yeah. That's probably why he was uh, so protected on the show. Hmm. It's a fact, all right. They're wow. bro- yeah, they're brothers. Man. He's got that gooding money. That's why no one wanted to hurt. <laughs> they also look pretty much identical. Yeah, I guess they do. <laughs> oh. Well, nice one, Brett. Yeah, bro. Bring- <laughs> Zero research, it. still bringing it. I, did, I didn't even realize that that was like a out there. Well, uh, to me. All right. Yeah. Um... The redheaded girl is Jessica Gaines. Mm-hmm. She has four acting credits on IMDb, uh, including Jawbreaker, the movie. Oh, Are you familiar with that one? Yeah, great. Wow, geez, that's good. It. I mean, I like it all right. I didn't know it was going to get that kind of reaction. <laughs> I mean, considering the other acting credits are. Yeah, it's true. True. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, also, Chicken Soup for the Soul, the TV series. Wow. Never seen it. Nope, but me neither. Great series, not kidding. Uh, <laughs> and finally, Donnie Jeffcoat. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was in Ghoulies 2, Night of the Demons, great horror movies, uh, Wonder Years, Step by Step, and Brett's going to like this one, Wish Upon a Star. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now that's a fact. <laughs> You're right, he did like that one. <laughs> what a great movie. Unbelievable. I mean, I a thousand it. times better than Jawbreaker, that's for sure. <laughs> Is he a one-off in Wonder Years? Um, no, he I he was in multiple episodes. I'm uh-huh. pretty sure he was like the good-looking kid in okay. when they were like pretty young. Yeah. Stands to reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had that good-looking kid yeah. vibe. Yeah. Uh, well, this episode was directed by a guy named Dave Garrison. Uh, this episode is not actually credited on IMDb, even though I saw in the title, title uh, sequence that he was the How director. How much did he pay IMDb to remove? He <laughs> <laughs> uh, just goes in every week because someone adds it and he takes it off. Uh, he did write on What Would You Do? Uh, and he was a producer mm. as well on What Would You Do? Uh, and he also produced a couple TV shows, uh, two in particular, Barely Famous, and uh, Rehab with Dr. Drew. Hmm. Um, so, but he doesn't seem very active. Yeah. Uh, nobody on nobody on Wild <laughs> Crazy Kids <laughs> seems very active on the uh, production side. Uh, there's two writers for this episode, Noah, Ed- Noah Edelson and James Kelly. Uh, I just took a look at um, Noah Edelson because James Kelly's only credit is uh, one episode of... <laughs> Uh, Wildly Crazy Kids, <laughs> and it's actually not this one, so he must have written a couple. I'm guessing, uh, but Noah Edelson created uh, was is credited on two episodes of Wild and Crazy Kids, including this one. Um, he directed two episodes of the TV show Date Night, and it was a producer on the Nickelodeon classic Finders Keepers. Mm. Nice. Uh, but uh, again, not a whole lot of credits to his name either. Uh, any trivia? Oh yeah. Um... The, uh, do you guys know when the Media City Shopping Center opened, by any chance? <laughs> oh, sure I do. <laughs> uh, 1991. 
You got it. Boom. Wow. <laughs> Man. Unbelievable. Yeah, so, so they went uh, for like a sparkling mall. Yeah. <laughs> that was literally the only thing I was thinking. It's probably a pretty new mall, I imagine. Yeah. Um, do you know? happen to know what it's called today? Where is it? Burbank? Yeah. Uh, Burbank Mall. The Burbank Town Center. Uh, um, malls love to call themselves town centers. Do they? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> some do. Yeah. They don't want to be known as a mall. <laughs> yeah, the town center. Malls in so eighties and nineties. Yeah. Um, also, I just noted where a bunch of the stuff for this show came from. Uh, the Koosh balls were provided by <laughs> Odd Zone. Ah. The Power Tees were provided by Regent. The what? Power Tees. <laughs> the uh, baseball like tees. Oh, oh, oh! That the balls were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Power um, Tees. What a cool shirt they're wearing. <laughs> the clothing was provided by Umbro. Oh, nice. Uh, the shoes were provided by, you might be able to guess this one. It's a good one. I like Converse. Nope. Close-ish. Nike. No. No. Adidas? No. New Balance? No. Puma? No. Umbro? No. <laughs> Vans. Uh, oh my uh, god, I never would have gotten that. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, the bean bags were provided by the American Bean Bag Company. I'm waiting for you to say the Acme Anvil Corporation. <laughs> and finally, the roller skates were provided by Seneca. Uh, right on. Cool. Uh, I didn't have much here. Just that uh, Jessica is, um, you know, not the only female host. There was also Annette Chavez. Yeah. Uh, who hosted for a while. And then I noted uh, the different guests, besides Salute Your Shorts, who appeared on Wild and Crazy Kids over the couple of years. Uh, you remember any other guest stars? There was a oh, professional football player from the Detroit Lions that I remember. <laughs> okay, I didn't write him down. <laughs> my, <laughs> caught my eye on the brief Wikipedia page. <laughs> yep, so, okay, him? <laughs> I want to say Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. Oh, JTT was on it. Yes. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't know the rest. Uh, Mark Summers, uh, Toby McGuire, uh, oh, uh, Aaron Carter, and huh. I, I think this Aaron is. Carter. I think this also includes the, uh, uh, the reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Fishman of Roseanne. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, and that's all I could find. Yeah. Uh, Straight observations. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, did you take note of the beanbag dart points? Like how it would uh, match the shirt color? Blue was 40. Yeah, yeah. Blue was 40. Was a, like, the parent shirt colors. when they were, Yeah. Okay. Blue is 40, gray is yeah. 30, pink is 20, red is 10. Yeah. yeah. Um, and did you know to the kid cam operators were? <laughs> <laughs> the names of the kids? Yeah. No. Joshua for the green team. Cool. And Philip for the yellow team. Very nice. Yeah. That's it for me. <laughs> Uh, do you know what the wording is of the introduction on the theme song? Like, when they introduce the show? What the wording is? Like, uh... What do they say? Like, welcome to Wild and Crazy Kids, where the wildest <laughs> things happen to the kids. No, although that's just as good. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Wild and Crazy Kids, the show that goes anywhere and does anything to find kids having fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Did you happen to notice that, uh, this is not a question, but did you notice that, uh, the Salute Your Shorts, uh, guests' green shirts were a different shade of green than, uh, the kids? Oh, hmm. No, I didn't. It bothered me a lot. <laughs> well, 
they like they darker? were no they were a little lighter they're like a little more lighter and te- like they looked faded in comparison hmm. you think it was so that when you're watching on tv you can Could tell spot them yeah. maybe yeah very well huh. Uh, and when they're doing roller airball, what store are they doing in front of? Ooh, oh, I know that what chain? Oh, I got it. Yeah, Sears. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I did see that in the preview. Yeah. Why didn't you throw that in your short observations? Uh, I didn't think Too of straight. it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Too straight. All right. Uh, let's look at the ratings here. So, of course. These episodes are not rated, um, but the, the the series as a whole is. So uh, the series has a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb hmm. and an 8 out of 10 on TV.com. So Who rated this? <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, apparently. <laughs> uh, so out of five Kreb stars, what did you give whatever this episode is? I gave it a three and a half out of five. No way. Yeah. <laughs> That's so high. That's, so That's high. up there with like really good shows. Uh, as far as like the game shows go, I just enjoy the whole, like the lot of kids getting involved in it. It's fast, fast paced. This is not probably my favorite episode of the show, but that's why I gave it a lower uh, rating than I anticipate later episodes. Terrible. <laughs> Less than a half. <laughs> Less than a zero. Wait, so what's your score? Less than a half, Krebs star. You can so, give it zero. No, because, you know, it was on. Okay. Point, so point two five. I don't know. 2.5? I, I guess. Point three. <laughs> I think that would... I don't know I don't know what our lowest score ever is. It's got to be it. That might oh, be it. Has there been a, there there might be a zero. zero out there, yeah. Hmm. There might be. I don't think I could give any show a zero. Have you seen Cat Dog? Yeah, I have. <laughs> Cat Dog's theme song is... Yeah, uh, the, you know funny. what? Like, yeah, the theme song of Wild and Crazy Kids Alone is probably worth point yeah. two five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a one theme song if one. I've ever heard it. <laughs> that's a one theme song. Yeah. Dang. I, I, mean, I mean, one yeah, like yeah. it boosts it up to at least a one. Uh, well, I gave I gave the episode a two. Um, I did okay. not have as much fun as I. Th- I don't know why I thought it was going to be fun. Uh, I, <laughs> that was your problem. I kind of remember liking it as a kid, but like not having any vivid memories. Not like yeah. Guts or uh, Legends, but um, but I knew that I kind of liked it. And um, we wanted to check this one out because the Salute Your Shorts element, yeah. which I'm happy we did. But I think it probably threw off the episode a little bit as far as like it being too produced, uh, too written. Yeah. Uh, and then like, <laughs> who cares about the kids on the show? Yeah. So um, I didn't. I didn't have fun with it. I'm almost like, maybe I should give it lower, but I'll stick with the two. Um, Did you name the episode? I sure did. Uh, I called this Anawana Shopping Showdown. Oh, boy. Damn, that's good. (laughs) Oh, mine. Do you have one? (laughs) No. Mine's Anawana Showdown. Oh, (laughs) Yep. Uh, that's so. the first time that's happened, really. I yeah, think. well, you have an extra word, though. I don't want a shopping showdown. Yeah. Okay. So people <laughs> will decide whether they think that word is necessary or not. <laughs> we'll post it, and you guys can vote. I stand to... by it. <laughs> good, good. I stand by mine. <laughs> um, uh, go wait, ahead. what was the actual name of the episode? It didn't have one. May 24th, It's like two point. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it 24 May. <laughs> go, go European. Give it the European title. <laughs> uh, well, do you want to rate, rank these uh, uh, challenges? Sure, here? yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, you want to go from bottom to the top? Yeah. Okay. Which are worst? My worst is the ice cream sundaes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I think that's, if we're, cons- gonna if we're considering <laughs> that, it's the worst. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next is uh, the movie theater relay race for me. I'm afraid not. <laughs> it's got to be the roller, the roller skate. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm in, I'm in agreement. It was so boring. Uh, it was the, the movie theater boring. one felt even like less thought out than. But like, the movie theater one, I could have just like set but up. There in were 20 things minutes. happening. There was different elements. <laughs> there was that cool machete balloon <laughs> popper. Yeah, it was like a back scratcher trying to get balls yeah. on their button head. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and it uh, lasted like a minute and a half. That was great. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was to the point. Well, uh, my number three is Roller Airball. So okay. I'm assuming your number threes are. Uh... Number three is going to be Movie Theater. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm going to say Beanbag Darts wow. for three for me because I. Just like you're just throwing beanbags off over a railing. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't interesting to watch, and the way it was edited was like, I have no idea who's winning. <laughs> I don't know what I'm rooting for here. I didn't, okay. Okay. So, uh, well, number two for me is basketball fishing. Beanbag darts. Number two. Hmm. Okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> basketball fishing was clearly. It was good. It just, uh, you know. Didn't do as much for me, obviously, as being big darts. <laughs> my my number two is movie theater, really, and then so number ones being big darts, being big darts. Uh, the the basketball fishing, definitely basketball fishing. Okay, the bean bag I mean, darts it, was like the one where I thought if I was doing this in real life, like that's the one I want to do. That one was probably the most bag. fun to do, but the basketball fishing had two elements. Yeah. I, I definitely see why you would put that as the first. So you're your number one. Number one. I don't agree, but I see why you would do it. I don't see why you would put <laughs> Beanbag Darts as number one. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So uh, as promised, we're going to catch up on uh, some listener letters here, uh, if you're down for that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, this first one's from Cameron. She says, hey, Gut Buckets. First off, let me say that it's about time you reviewed Cousin Skeeter. Mm. <laughs> I barely knew anything about the show except for its theme song. I watched The Feminine Mesquite before listening to your podcast, and wow. Never in a thousand years did I expect to see a male puppet in a bikini, let alone drag. Bobby said it best in the episode. This is warped, twisted, and probably insane, but definitely warped. Even the uncle thinks that Skeesha is cuter than the other girls. Maybe they chose her because she's so bad she's good. But even for a singing group like the Candies, it doesn't make any sense. And the resolution to the end was also weird. Skeeter just gets away with it. I was also one of those people who believed that the show got canceled because Skeeter got slimed on Figure It Out. <laughs> we, on that episode, Brett, we talked about there's a myth out there that uh, Skeeter was on an episode of Figure It Out uh-huh. when they slimed him. It was like around the same time the show got canceled, and the theory was they didn't have another puppet. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, and you guys are right. It would be too stupid to waste on just one puppet. Also, I listened to your Impossible episodes, and overall, your choices are pretty convincing. I think you guys did a great job on your list and i want to i just want to let you guys know that i'm still listening to your podcast and i will keep on enjoying it sincerely cameron nice thanks cameron yeah uh this one's from erica she says hey there big orange couch i'd like to start this email by apologizing for messing up your analytics about where your listeners are from i'm from vermont but go to school in massachusetts and i've mostly most recently moved to florida and listened to the podcast while i traveled down the east coast 
I'm sure with me being one listener, it barely made a difference, but I still feel bad. Nope, I'm agitated. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's really ideal. Yeah. He's showing up in different states. Yeah. Uh, secondly, I'm listening to the episodes way out of order because I got into this podcast way later than I'd like to admit. During my commute to work, I listened to the episodes that applied to shows I watched as a kid. The other ones I use as background noise to fall asleep to. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying you guys are boring. I just like having something play in the background. <laughs> and I, I like that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I just listened to the favorite game shows episode, and it's the first time it's prompted me to write an email, because I have strong feelings about the Nickelodeon game shows. I was born in 1997, which probably makes me a fake 90s kid in most people's eyes, but I feel like a true 90s kid at heart. I grew up watching Nick Gass, nice, mm-hmm. and watched all the way to the end, even when they just played two episodes of four different shows on repeat <laughs> right before its cancellation. My sisters and I loved watching Figure It Out and being appalled that some kids made it on there when we had more talent than them. Our favorite FIO contestant was definitely the kid who invented Taco Tape. Which was <laughs> essentially edible flavored tape to hold your burritos together. Oh, I like and that. To this day, I would pay good money for it. <laughs> I think I'd use that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds interesting. <laughs> I also have fond memories of watching the new Wild and Crazy Kids with my dad very early in the morning on weekends when we'd prepare the morning coffee, and I wish I could do insane things they did. Did you watch the reboot, like the the new? No, version? I didn't even. No, I didn't. I didn't realize not, it existed yeah, at the time. I, I don't think I did either. No. Uh, finally, I always wanted to be on Guts, Legends of the Hidden Temple, mm. Finders Keepers, and Double Dare 2000, just because I wanted to do the obstacle courses. Yeah. The temple guards used to scare the daylights out of me, but as a four-year-old, I could have built the shrine of the silver monkey faster than, <laughs> faster than half those kids. I also wanted to be on Guts after watching a live taping of it when I was almost three years old at the Nickelodeon wow. Studios at Universal Studios in Orlando, in Orlando, Florida. Wow. Imagine being that close to Michael Malley. Yeah. Oh, so cool. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it, but I remember I just wanted to jump down the bleachers and slam dunk those basketballs. <laughs> Thanks for reading my long email, and thanks for making a podcast that both helps me sleep and reminds me of when I genuinely love TV. Keep up the good work. Inserts a well-deserved air horn for an amazing <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Erica. Oh, thanks, Erica. Very it's nice. really nice. Uh, this one's from Jacob. Hail the conquering gut buckets. <laughs> I need to give credit where credit is due. You made your 100th episode... <laughs> One of the best installments of your entire podcast. Give yourself an air horn. You deserve it. Hold on, Britt. I also just want to add that uh, each one of these sentences have ended in an exclamation point. I, I feel like that needs to be said. I enjoyed hearing everyone's opinion on their favorite 90s Nick stories. All the Hey Arnold love brought a football-shaped tear to my eye. I was thrilled when Dream Snick lineup was voted as your best episode. FYI, I voted for it too. When I re-listened to it recently, I just couldn't help but dream up my own Snick schedule. I know I'm late, as all cool people are, but here's my long overdue <laughs> dream Snick lineup. 8 p.m. Ready yet? Get set? It's all that. Firstly, you don't want to start this Saturday night block by feeling that you have to work and commit to get through the next two hours of nonstop television. You need a show that will energetically ease you into what's to come, and all that is your man. It's rousing theme song and hilarious sketches will get you in the right mood, making you excited for the rest of the block. Even though I'm a 90s kid, I've mostly grown up in the 2000s, and 2000s snick, all that was always at 8. So my decision in part is based on my memories from that time. 8.30, Keenan and Kel. 
At this point, you're riding all the po positive excitement started by all that and sliding into another easygoing comedy program. Mm. With this show, you're still laughing and enjoying yourself as you're becoming more and more immersed within SNCC. Keenan Kell is just perfect at 8.30. 9. Are you afraid of the dark? Here's that curveball. Wow. Now that you've laughed your esophagus out, you're ready for something that's darker and more serious. So that's where the show comes in. Not yet. <laughs> Not that dark. It is in this time slot right in the middle of the block where you start delving into narrative meat of the night. Personally, I don't think this show needs to be any later. When it's starting to get late and you're a little kid, it's always good to get the slower, atmospheric shows out of the way. Before you nod off accidentally. <laughs> not, did he say nodding off? Yeah. During Are You Free of the Dark? That's accidentally, though. <laughs> Plus, it's not good to watch scary TV right before you bed. It's bad for you, Andrew. <laughs> 9.30. The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Snick, with all its awesome power, is now going to reward you for sticking it all evening. Even though you're feeling sleepy, the final block is finally in sight. And, when, and what a final it is. Snick should always end with Pete and Pete, and the show's resonating themes and daring characters and memorable antics kick your attention into high gear as you hit the apex of your night. By the end of the episode, you feel entirely satisfied from your two-hour snit in front of the TV, and then you head off to bed, knowing deep in your orange heart that you ended your Saturday <laughs> night on a high. Thanks so much for reading my thoughts. I can't wait to hear your dream Snick what your dream Snick episodes are. As an idea, I would enjoy if you reviewed Nickelodeon books on your podcast. Hmm. I'm currently finishing Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of Zero Hero, and it's terrific. Wow. Sincerely, Jacob, the Snickerdoodle. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. Yeah. Uh, a couple things there. Yeah. Should we do like a book, a uh, big orange couch book club? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Just like once, like every six months. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. It's like kind of fun. It. Yeah. Especially those Are You Afraid of the Dark books that aren't part of the series. Yes. That would yeah, be cool. That would be good. Um, and then what do you think about ending with Pete and Pete? You know, I I got to end with Are You Afraid of the Dark. Yeah. But if there's another show to end with, I really like Pete and Pete at the end there. It's a nice Yeah, I'm with Andrew on that one. Uh, okay. I don't think I produced a Dream Snick lineup, but if I did, it would have to end with Are You Afraid of the Dark. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. To me, Pete and Pete's a Sunday show. I, mm. I didn't. Mm. I, I, I don't relate it to Saturday Night, but interesting. Yeah. I uh, I could see that. Was it okay. ever on Snick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was on Sundays more often, I believe. Yeah. I like to think of it as a late night show now. Like mm. I like to put it on late. Mm. Um, feels good. To oh, me. Different camps here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's an interesting question. What do you guys think out there, uh, Pete and Pete daytime show? Or nighttime show hmm. get back to us yeah. <laughs> uh, we got one more email here from our old friend Celeste one of our oldest oh, uh, writers nice. yeah uh, so she said hello Andrew and Joey I checked out your writing episode of Doug not only was it an excellent source of entertainment entertainment but all three stories were incredibly hilarious I could totally see such a thing as the recycling fun fundraiser like what happened in Chris's episode where Doug thought his mom was cheating on their dad by dating Vice Principal Bone. You also had Principal Bone perfectly in character, though I think out of all three stories my favorite was Doug's double. It totally felt like a Doug episode, not only because this sounds like something that would happen, especially in terms of how Doug fun Funny might feel about having someone just like him hanging around with his friends but seeing that we never saw Mr. Dink's relatives on the actual TV series other than his wife, Tippy, It wouldn't surprise me one bit if he does, in actuality, have a nephew who not only reminds him a lot of Doug, but also shares his name. 
Had the producers been able to create more than 52 episodes for Nickelodeon, perhaps Mr. Dink's extended family could have been explored further in a future episode. I will say the episode where the band has to perform in a talent show was a nice continuation of Doug's Garage Band, uh, but Doug's double really hit the spot. I do see how Doug would be a difficult series to write for, given that given when it took place in, in a total of 111 11 minute episodes, they more or less covered nearly every situation an adolescent boy might go through at that age. Regardless of this though, I applaud, I applaud all three of you, Andrew, Joey, and Chris, for coming up with some rather hilarious episodes that had me rolling on the floor laughing. Keep up the great work, and I can't wait for the day when you guys start writing episodes of The Wild Thornberries. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, you start writing episodes of Rugrats. Your gut bucket friend, Celeste. Always well, great to hear. good to hear from yeah. Celeste, yeah. And uh, Celeste kind of gives us a nice little um, transition into what our next episode is going yeah, to be. What true. is it? Well, to ring in the summer, thought we'd talk. <laughs> Doug is Hamburger Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, <laughs> to quote Teddy Forsman, yes. Excelente. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, uh, we talked about it last summer. We yeah. talked about wanting to do it as a summer episode, yeah. but didn't. Um, but Doug is... And you were on our favorite Doug's episodes. Yeah. Um, Doug is Hamburger Boy. Yeah. So, so tight. Yeah. I'm, I'm like really looking animals. forward to it. Uh, I don't think it did either, but it made, it made ours. Um, so that'll be that'll be really fun. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us like Erica and Cameron and Jacob and Celeste did at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Leave us a review if you haven't, or just click those stars, one through five, uh, and work. Um, and uh, that'd be much appreciated. Or if you have a friend who likes anything 90s Nickelodeon, Wild and Crazy Kids, or maybe they hate Wild and Crazy Kids, uh, <laughs> you could tell them to check us out. Uh, but Brett, thank you for... Uh, Always a pleasure to yeah. uh, rain my negativity in oh, that's good. <laughs> on uh, the podcast. You really brought the facts this time. One that's fact. Good. A couple. That's, there's a couple in there. The Cuba fact good. was gold. Yeah. How is Beautiful. that? Beautiful. Man, I <laughs> just slipped through our fingers. <laughs> For like two decades. <laughs> <laughs> it's our, it's our like giant blind, it's our giant Nickelodeon blind spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, see you guys next time.
Summer specials, they're usually kind of crappy, but I mean, I find that they're usually like shrimp tacos. Okay. You know, I don't like something that really. light and refreshing, <laughs> which is not what I want. I don't want ribs is a big thing in summer, which I don't dislike ribs, but I don't usually get them from like a restaurant. So sitting right here. 